Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Thanks for joining us for the first episode of the Pump Your Breaks podcast. I'm your co-host, Kevin Tate, along with our other co-host, Big G, Sean Gurley. And this is, like I said, this is our pilot episode, but we're not here to fly. We're here to talk Steelers and have fun. Big G, what's happening, man? What's cracking, lacking, Tate, man? You know, that's like Tate said, it's our inaugural Pump Your Breaks podcast on the Steel Curtain Network fans' first sports network. And we, we're thankful for the opportunity to just throw this out there and have a lot of fun. We're going to talk Steelers history. We're going to talk nonsense. You might have Tate throw a little, a little curveball at me every now and then, but we're definitely going to have fun on the Pump Your Breaks podcast. So let's get it started with our first question, Tate. Let's do it. Okay, Big G. Okay, man. Well, you know, we talk about a lot of different stuff, right? Yep. So when we, and you know, over the course of the show, we're going to talk about quite a few different things, not just this show, but every show. And But today we're going to start with like two or three different topics, depending on what we get to. But the first one, Big G, I want to know, IYO, in your opinion. Yes, sir. Who's the best running back in Pittsburgh Steeler history? Oh, this is a hard one, Tate. And I don't know if our listeners or viewers are going to check it out or agree with me, but I got to go with Jerome Bettis, man. Jerome Bettis is, in my opinion, an all-time Pittsburgh Steeler great. He had 10,571 yards rushing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but did close to about 12, almost 13,000 yards for a career. And I think as a Steeler, he's a Steeler legend. How could you not fall in love with the bus? He did only get us one Super Bowl ring. It was at the end of his career. But I think the wheels on the bus went round and round and round and round for the Pittsburgh Steelers and Jerome Bettis. Tate, what you think about that, bro? Well, first, let me let me ask you, Big G. Yeah. Jerome Bettis, he finished with something like 13,000 career yards, right? Yep. Something close. So is, is is the total yardage? Because I think he's the – for a career, I think – I think he's the highest rushing Pittsburgh Steelers running back. Okay. For a career. Okay. Um, 
Is that all we're going off of? No, nah, I'm just saying you could throw catching, <laughs> catching the ball out the backfield, running carries, blocking, all the intangibles. I know that there's a couple other guys that are like legends out there for the Steelers. But I'm saying, like, if you are our age, you know, you you fell in love with other Steeler greats, but there was something about the wheels on the bus that makes it go round and round and round and round and round. So that's why I'm saying, Tate, in my opinion, culture, everything, the dynamic of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Franco's that guy. I'm rolling with him. So, like I said, you know, what's your take? Do you think, what you think, man? Bump your brakes, Big G. Uh, 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 why and you say that, Tay? And here's why. I think the bus is probably the second best running back in Steel history. Okay. But you know, man, we got to go with Old Faithful, man. Number 32. In the days of the Steel Curtain, man. We got to go with Franco Harris. Um, Franco. Like Buss was a first-round draft pick. Yeah. Buss was a 10th overall pick in the first round to the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. From Notre Dame. So both these guys went to traditionally rich football schools because Franco Harris was a first-round pick, pick number 13 from Penn State. Correct. So I believe Buss played for Lou Holtz. Correct. Uh, Franco played for Joe Paterno, of course. Correct. Um, but, you know, when we break it down, I'm just breaking it down, Big G. Bus got one Super Bowl. Correct. Franco has four. Uh, Franco was Super Bowl MVP. He has one of those under his belt. I believe Super Bowl eleven. Yeah. Uh, he like, like the bus, he played the majority of his career with the Steelers. He played. Uh, 11 years with the Steelers and one year with the Seattle Seahawks. Yep. Uh, Which don't really count, really don't even really count, but he did play for him. Yeah, no, I mean, but so, I mean, it has to count, don't it? Yeah. It's a resume. Yeah. Um, they both were, they both were rookies of the year. Correct. It's a, it's a lot of similarities, but when I get down to the, to the numbers, Big G, um, the bus, was two-time first-team All-Pro, six Pro Bowls. Franco was one-time first-team All-Pro, two second-team All-Pros, and nine Pro Bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think the bus had any 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 rushing rushing championships for being a rushing leader. Franco had one. Uh, they're both in the Pittsburgh Steelers Hall of Honor. I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with either guy. I think the. Uh, the difference, the distinction is if we talk about total yard, total rushing yards, Franco had 12,120. Correct. The bus had 13,000 something. Correct. But Franco had 307 receptions. Yeah. Different, 20, different players, though, you know, different players. And 2287 in, in, in uh, rushing yards. Yeah. I mean, in reception yards. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think that's that's what puts it over the top in the Super Bowls. And Franco played for a legendary team. The Bucs played for a lot of good Steelers teams under Bill Cowher. Yeah, a lot of good teams. Yeah, and he, he retired on top. Correct. So the Bucs did that. Franco 
played his last year in Seattle, so he didn't retire on top. Traded. <laughs> yeah. But I I kind of like I kind of just like going with the bus, but I can't I can't say you're going wrong. I mean, I think I like going with Franco, but I can't say you're wrong for going with the bus because the Steelers have so many great players, it comes down to just a matter of opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But I you know, the wheels on the bus go round and round and round. So for sure, for sure. I, I hey, but Tate, I'll ask you just a question. I mean, we're talking about all-time great season. Does Le'Veon Bell or Barry Foster even get a mention as one of the all-time great still of running backs? What do you think about that? I think those guys are uh, three and four. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would have to say, I mean, Le'Veon Bell was on, on, on track to be number one. Correct. You know, the whole contract situation and stuff like that kind of uh, – Got him leaving Pittsburgh to go chasing a bigger payday, not even a much bigger payday. I mean, I feel like had he stayed, Le'Veon Bell, we're talking about, had he stayed in Pittsburgh, he would have got that contract and maybe another. I mean, he would have got paid a, a, maybe just a little bit less for yep. that first part contract. Yeah, but he he didn't even finish the contract at the Jets. He's out the league. He went, went and was on the Ravens practice squad. Went to play for the Chiefs for a few snaps. Didn't do anything. Yep. I mean, now he's boxing. I mean, he kind of that whole thing kind of if he had to do all over again, he said it. I've heard him say it. He would he would have stayed with the Steelers for sure. For sure. You know what I mean? I mean, but so and Barry Foster, Barry Foster's, I believe, was 1993 season. Yeah. Unbelievable. I think he had like six, sixteen hundred some yards with Bam Morris in the backfield was banging, man. Bang that it was, for the Steelers. That was a heck of a backfield. Yes, sir. Yes, it was. And, and, and we had Fagan. We had Fagan, too, the running back out of Colorado. I think he was there as well. There was three good running backs for Pittsburgh back then. I but I know that, sh- but he had 1,690 yards, uh, 4.3 yards per carry. That was actually one of his lower. His following two years, I mean, previous two years, 90 and 91, he averaged five point six and five point one, but on way less carries. Yeah, yeah, I mean that 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 nineteen ninety two season, Barry Foster carried the rock three hundred and ninety times. Yeah, and had thirty six receptions. So that's that's four hundred twenty five touches. That's a lot of touches, Tate. Ooh, they don't do that no more. They don't make them like that no more. Nah, built a little different. <laughs> built a little different for sure, man. So I think we're gonna agree that, yeah, I got hit with the pump your brakes, but man, like you said, it comes down to preference, man. Jerome Bettis, he's near and dear to the heart, man. So I love you, Franco, too, man. Can't say I can don't love you. But, man, the wheels on the bus go round and round. Can can we agree to keep it moving? Yeah, let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. Yes, sir. Okay. Next topic, Big G. I'll let you go ahead and go over the statistics and say what we're talking about, go over the statistics and stats and stuff, and then we have a discussion about which one of these places we think is better. All right, so the next topic, man, for the Pump Your Breaks podcast is we're talking about stadiums, right? Three Rivers versus Heinz Field. Three Rivers Stadium is 1970 to 2000. Pittsburgh Steelers' regular season record is 169 wins, 67 losses, no ties. Winning percentage of 71.6. Playoffs. 13 and 5 with winning percentage of 72.2 versus Heinz Field from 2001, 2001 to 2023. Regular season, 
126 regular season wins, 49 losses and two ties, with a winning percentage of 71.1. And playoffs, we were 8-6, and six, with a with a winning percentage of 57.1. Take Boy Fresh, which one is better, Three Rivers or Heinz Field? Oh, man, I'm, I'm, at, I'm to the point now where I've seen more games at Heinz Field, I believe. Accrasure yeah. Stadium, to be formally correct, as it is right now. Yes, sir. But, you know, it'll always be effectively known as Heinz Field to us true Steeler fans. But uh, Big G, man, that's a tough one, man, because the winning percentage is so similar, man. 71.6 at Three Rivers, 71.6, and at Heinz slash Accrasure, 71.1 all the time. Yep. Steelers win their home games, man. That's what that says to me. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, but if, I, if, if I'm picking one, man, I'll probably go with Heinz Field. Mm. I mean, just because, I mean, well, your boy Bust played at Heinz Field. Yeah. He played yeah. a little bit of Three Rivers, too, though. Yeah, yeah, he did. He played yeah, he a little did. bit of Three Rivers, too. So Cordell yeah. Stewart, yeah, he did, he did. He's yeah, one true, of the true. ones that can say, I played it both. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, I think it's just a better venue for football. Obviously, it's a newer stadium. I, I – I've been to one game at Three Rivers in my past. I was a kid. Went with my dad and uncle. I went several times more to a Pirates baseball game when they played at Three Rivers. Yeah. But uh and it was, it was you know, because you know we're from we're from uh northwest Ohio, the western part of Ohio. Yep. You know, Three Rivers and, and Riverfront were just alike pretty much. Man, same place. Identical stadiums, floor plans, makeups, and everything. Yeah. But I'm picking Hinesfield, man, just because. I think the home field advantage there is better just because I feel like the way the stadium is built, the crowd can be more involved. Yeah. I've been Roethlisberger play all his games at Heinz Field. Yeah. Who I'd say is probably the greatest quarterback in Steeler history. Ooh. We can talk about that another time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, man, give me give me Heinz, even though they got an eight and six playoff record. I know Tomlin's career is like eight and nine so obviously some of those losses were on the road but uh yeah man give me Hinesfield man I mean so Big G I know you agree with me man what you think man Tate man I gotta hit you with this one pump your brakes man wow there's no way in God's green earth that freaking uh, Heinz Field is better than a traditional all-time great four-time Super Bowl champion. Turf is hard as concrete. Three Rivers Stadium, man. I can remember as a kid going to Three Rivers Stadium at least three times. I remember we went over there one time and just punished the Cleveland Browns. Brian Sight was playing quarterback. And I remember it was just full-blown punishment on Brian Sight, man. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Then I also remember the first time I ever saw Kevin Green and Greg Lloyd play outside linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers and going to a game and seeing those guys just attack the quarterback, man. And the way the nostalgia and the way the stadium used to basically shake when the Steelers would go crazy. And then not to mention, you know, Bill Cowher gets his triumphant opportunity to go on to win the Super Bowl First time, and I think we got cheated against the Dallas Cowboys. As a matter of fact, I think Neil O'Donnell was on the payroll for something because we shouldn't have lost to Dallas. But he beats the Indianapolis Colts, 
with Jimmy Harbaugh playing quarterback for the Colts. So I got to go with nostalgia, winning record, and all whatever else with Three Rivers Stadium over Hinesville. That's what I'm saying, Tay. You mute. I kind of forgot, man, and I think maybe it gives may give Three Rivers a bit of a boost. The immaculate reception. Yes. Yes. I mean, football, the greatest sport of football history was at Three River Stadium. Oh, my God. With trash video footage. Trash video <laughs> footage of the catch. Like, you don't know. I mean, every video footage I've seen from the beginning, from the front side to back side, zooming in and all whatever else, the video footage was trash. Did it touch the turf? We don't know. But the greatest catch in NFL history was at Three River Stadium. In, in history. Okay, I don't know. I mean, I might be inclined to change my opinion. I could maybe change mine to Three Rivers. But for now, we talk about this another time. For now, can we agree to, to keep it moving? Yeah, let's keep it moving. Keep it moving, man. Okay, Big G, we got through two of our uh, discussion topics. We're going to pay some bills real quick and take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. Thanks for joining us for the pilot edition of the Pump Your Break podcast. Me and Big G's talked about a couple of things, a few things we didn't agree on, so we had to pump each other's brakes. <laughs> but <laughs> we, sure. were, we were able to discuss it and get by it and keep it moving. That's what yeah. we're here for. Yeah. So now we're going to get into our last discussion topic, and I'm going to see what Big G thinks about this. Um, I'm really trying to – I'm really putting this out there kind of spur of the moment, so we're going to get a, a, true, a true gut reaction from Big G here with this one. Oh. And if I and if I know Big G, we probably gonna have to pump the brakes. So I don't know <laughs> Maybe, man. We'll see. We'll see. But Big G, man, in your opinion, IYO, yeah, what's the best Pittsburgh sports theme song of all time? Oh, Tate, I gotta run with the young fellas with this one, man. My boy Wiz Khalifa did his thing, man. With that black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. I mean, you could go anywhere in the country and that Wiz Khalifa come on. Not only is Steeler fans rocking out to it, everybody and their mama rocking out to that black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. I know there's great songs out there, but man, black and yellow, Pittsburgh Steelers, Wiz Khalifa, come on, Tate. You can't put nothing else next to it. What What do you think, man? What, what's... What is your opinion about what you think the best Pittsburgh Steelers thing is? What do you think my, my opinion is right? What you saying, man? Um, I like your, I like I like Wiz Khalifa, man. I mean, but true Steeler fans as you are and I am, we know it's not black and yellow, man. What is it? Oh, renegade. <laughs> no, but I'm not, not black and yellow. I'm just saying the color is gold. Yeah, true, true, true. The color is, is gold. I true. mean, but. It's applicable. I think, I think people adopt people adopted that song back in 2011 when it was uh when it was released. Yeah, 
It's oh, our that... song. It's our song. You know? And and Wiz Khalifa's from Pittsburgh. That's what I'm saying. It's our song. It's it's all about us, man. That's it, man. That's it. Black and yellow, black and yellow, Ooh, black and yellow, man. man. Big G. Big G. Right, man, come on, Tate. Which way? I, I'm saying it's the one. I want to keep it pushing. But I, I think there's a little hesitancy. Dang. <laughs> Dang on it, man. I couldn't Pump get your brakes, Big G. Uh, 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 uh. Because we all know, and you said it already. Renegade. We all know that song. That gets played in the stadium. Yes, yes. When Heinz Field gets hyped. Yes. Um, name that song for me, Big G. Renegade. 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 By Sticks. Yeah. I didn't realize that song was was I released in like 1972, 73, somewhere way back then. And it became the Pittsburgh Steelers theme song, Big G. Yeah. In Night in 2002, yeah, it was a game against the Cleveland Browns, correct? Tommy Max was the quarterback, the Steelers was down 24 to 7. That's it. And at the end of the third quarter, the, the, the big board guys, the scoreboard guys, didn't have nothing to do, so they played Renegade. Yep, and the crowd was moved by Renegade. Yes, and uh, the defense came out and kind of close, I mean, put the clamps down on Cleveland. Quickly. Tommy, Tommy Maddox threw a, a few touchdowns. I think they outscored the Browns 20 to 9. Yep. Something like that in the fourth quarter. And they ended yep. up winning the game. And Renegade's been that song since then, since like January 5th, 2002. So for over 20 years now, Renegade's been the song that they play in the stadium to a, a video montage of defensive plays. Renegade's a defensive song. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so I really. I really like it, man. I really like Renegade. Um, but I'm going to just play a quick clip for Renegade. We'll check that out. Then I'm going to go on to another song. Yeah. Yeah. The stadium's shaking. <laughs> Fourth quarter, the stadium is shaking, man. It is shaking. If you've ever been in Heinz Field, and now the new name of the stadium in the fourth quarter, and Renegade comes on that telemonitor. You can't sit still. That's Acre, Acre Shore is the name of the new stadium. Yes, tiles are swinging everywhere. People are screaming at the top of their lungs, especially if we're, especially because I've been there when we were playing the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. But with the Ravens, it's something nostalgic, man. When Renegade comes on in the fourth quarter, so yeah. But I still say Wiz. You know, that's just me. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, you, we, 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 well, as old as we are, we're from more of a hip hop generation still, though. So I get it. I get it. But I got one. See? Yeah. Yeah. When we did this, when, when we started this exercise, you automatically just correlated to Pittsburgh Steelers. True. Ms. Khalifa, Renegade, you said it first. Yeah. Yeah. I got another one, Big G. We said best Pittsburgh sports theme songs all time. Correct. I'm going to go back to the 1979 Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh. They 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 adopted the song that year. Yeah, they did. 
and they carried all the way through. Willie yeah. Stargell, Big Pops. Yeah, they did. Dave Parker, the Cobra. Yeah, they did. You know, Bill Bill Matlock at third base. All these guys, they won the World Series that year. Yeah, yeah but the year did. didn't start off so great. But they started got on the winning streak in the summer. I believe it was like maybe June or July. Yep. And they adopted this song. Man. Classic. 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 The We Are Family Pittsburgh Pirates 1979 World Champions. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to go with that, Big G, as my best Pittsburgh Steeler all-time sports song. Uh, Tate. So, IYO, man. What you think? You well, Tate. I got to hit you with something that you might not understand, but I'm still going to hit you with it. Pump your, break. Pump your brakes, man. Man, I may as well have been like Perry Mason, man. I I, I, I pleaded my case, man, and made great points and everything, man. What are you saying, Big G? Nah, man. Nah, man. Listen, even though this is a Pittsburgh-centric Steeler show, and we are on the Steel Curtain Network, and I do got love for the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm a Philadelphia Phillies fan, man. So I give no love to the Pittsburgh Pirates. I I I, I love the Pittsburgh Steelers, man. So I'm sticking with either Wiz Khalifa or Renegade. Either one. But I understand the nostalgia with the Pirates. And they got behind the song and they won the chip. I get it. I get it. So that's that's not like check, check, check. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it I is. I mean, so 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 because you roll with this squad in Western PA, you're gonna say my song is not the best Pittsburgh sports song because you're a Phillies fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody that listens to us on other platforms, sees us on YouTube, you know Big G is a big deal about his signs. So right now, I'm gonna ask Big G, even though it's an audio podcast, Big G, give yourself your bias sign, man. I gotta give myself the bias sign. On an audio podcast? Sorry, man. You you literally said I'm not picking them because I like the Phillies. Yeah, but you know, sometimes Big G has bias all the time, man. So so I so 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 I gotta give myself the bias sign, even though we're on audio. Cause cause I love yeah, my Phillies, man. I love my for, Phillies. For all our audio listeners, Big G just held up the bias sign and gave it to himself. Yeah, a, much, sure. a much deserved bias sign he gave to himself. Yeah. Big G, man, you got you got anything else, man? Anything else we want to talk about? Anything like that before we get ready to get out of here? No, man. Listen, for our inaugural podcast and listening on Fans First Sports Network, Steel Curtain Network, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, man, I think we rocked it out for the first show. We're going to bring a lot of information to you because, as you can see, we do our history. We just don't come in and talk about topics. We check it out. We get in the fans' debate. And what we would love to hear or get feedback to you guys, talk to the people over the Steel Curtain Network about giving them feedback about Pump Your Brakes because I think this is going to be a good topic to start people off in the morning, especially for a lot of our listeners over there in that Western PA area, man. There's a lot of debate that's going to go on in this show with Pump Your Brakes. But check us out also on the Homies Podcast on Friday nights at 8 p.m. On Fans First Network, Steel Curtain Network. You can watch us live on YouTube, but also can check us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
Big G, thanks, man. I'm I'm just gonna uh second everything you said, man. I mean, we this this new show, thanks for listening to us on this on this new go around, this first go around. Um, we look forward to just kick kicking it, chopping it up, and having fun with the audience. Uh, we're gonna come with a lot of different topics every week, similar to this show. This that, that's that that's how we're gonna debate them, but we're gonna have different topics we bring up. Um, I'm at some point I'm anxious to figure out find out what what sandwich Big G thinks is the best in Pittsburgh. He's probably going to hate on some Pittsburgh sandwich because of his affiliation with the Philadelphia Phillies or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, he he's the one that likes the – well, I can't hate on him. With that. I, I like Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that's his thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, yeah. But, um, so, yeah, and you know, just to, to, to further what he said, check us out on The Homies every Friday night. If you miss it on YouTube on Friday night, and either you do – Watch us on YouTube on Friday night. Go ahead and listen to the audio platform available Saturday morning on the audio platform. Um, also want to say we do another podcast with the for fans first sport network. That's rather cavalier. Uh, myself and Big G are the are the are the two are the two co-hosts on there. Uh, we work with two other Cleveland Cavalier fans and, and sports sports uh podcasters, uh BP. Brad Brad Piner uh, does a lot of calf stuff with us, and the little fella, the little homie Relly Hall, does a lot of calf stuff also. So check us out at, on that on that uh, basketball NBA platform. That's rather Cavalier podcast, and we have our own thing, our our, our kind of our of our baby, three three men and a baby, yeah. myself, Big G, and Ma. Uh, that baby is a know it all podcast. Check it out on YouTube every Sunday about 6 p.m., 6.15, between 6 and 6.15. Check it out on there. And every everywhere else, everything on the on the Steeler, on the Steeler Network or Steel Curtain Network of podcasts. Uh Big G and myself were just on the preview with Jeff Hartman this Great past show. Thursday. Yeah. On the curtain call with Shannon White on Wednesday. Great call. Did our calls on Friday. Yeah. And we just, you know, we just been really busy, but we appreciate everybody that listens in on the audio platform. You guys are our reason. We just want to share knowledge. I mean, we're lucky to be Pittsburgh Steelers fans and turn something that we both enjoy and love to talk about into information for you. Yeah. So, you know, that's that, that's kind of what we're doing. But I guess for now, until next time, Keep keep watching, keep supporting, and remember when 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 somebody says something that you don't think is accurate, tell them to pump your brakes, baby. Pump your brakes, and we out. out.